Everybody, eat, drink, smoke. Good to be with you, Tony Katz. I got April D. Gregory with me and Fingers Malloy here at Blend Bar uh, Cigar. A lot to get to, but as we do, we start with the drink here. So we review uh, the, we eat the fine food, we drink the fine bourbon, we smoke the fine cigars. That's basically the premise of what we do here. You know, it's, it's not an overly sophisticated podcast. Uh, and then a little bit of chatting. Today, it is the Sazerac rye. Now, rye, think of it as like as bourbon, but instead of 51% corn, it's 51% rye. Remember, it's a type of, of grass, uh, if, if, if you will. Part of that whole wheat kind of family, uh, closely related uh, to, to barley. It's going to be spicier by nature. Uh, Sazerac, which is done by the people at Buffalo Trace, um, it's going to... Uh, give you uh, on the nose. It's going to give you caramel. It's going to give you toffee. Uh, as described, um, we've had this whole conversation about honey or honeysuckle, which, which by the way, is my Tinder name, uh, and, and that whole kind, kind of feel. Um, I assume that, that April D. Gregory, the minute you, you get into this, you're going to have one of those kind of... You think so? Kinda, oh, I absolutely do. As a matter of fact, I'm betting money on it. I don't know, but it can't right be here. anything like last week's reaction. Now, the two of you, you've got it neat uh, through a, a mistake of mine. I actually have it on a couple of ice chips already. I normally would have had a neat and then added uh, it to a big Do you want to just try my neat guys, first? I, I am. I am. Okay. We're, are we going to share a glass? Do we know each other this well? Tony has scurvy. It's, well, Shit. you know, what can, what can I say? I'm a, I'm a boy who likes to travel with, uh, with pirates. Honeysuckle. Um, Tinder. <laughs> find me now. Uh, listen, I, in terms of people who, who drink uh, rye, um, I'm a fan, uh, uh, and people who drink rye are fans of Sazerac. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. Uh, tell me, what, what does my face look like uh, there, uh, April Gregory? Very serious. Still serious. Oh, they're right about the honey. And they're right about, there's definitely a cinnamon going on as well from the rye. We have had other ryes. We've had the, the, the bone splitter rye. Um, that really kind of knocked you over. It was a really a hard punch. That is a cinnamon at the end for sh- fingers. You okay? Ooh! It's like they they. It's like they laced it with fireball. Oh god! All right, it's not that in, it's not that intense on the oh cinnamon. Oh my gosh! I said laced. All right, it's really go. good. Are you all right there? You're right there, Abel? I haven't gone yet. All right. What do you think? Where are you at? You're doing the Kentucky Chew. You just had a little bit of a. Bleh kind of moment. I feel like you warmed it up for me. Oh, is that it? You got, you got it I've flowing. I've been told. I have been, I have been told, uh, by the way. Uh, we're also, you know, we, we, this cube. we stream the show from time to time on, on my Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio, so you can go check it out there. And at Facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke. Actually, Fingers, I want you to go adjust the light in the back. Just move the blind a little bit up so it doesn't wash out as much. And I want to get in to the shutdown. It's... I, I, I hate having to start so ridiculously nonsensically political it, it stinks uh as much as as that's good fingers as, as much as you can imagine but like this this shutdown has been has become culture it's been a huge part of the conversation in america for over a month mm-hmm. and then just yesterday from when we're recording we're recording on a saturday um it's done. It's done. It's over. It's finished. And you're like, what in the world changed that moved President Trump to say it's done? Now, there's actually a couple things. So there were flights at LaGuardia Airport in New York that were being delayed because of TSA agents. There were flights then at Newark Airport in Philadelphia that were being delayed. And the Super Bowl is coming. You have people flying it. What? You think that that doesn't have something to do with it? I think that's something huge to do with it. People flying into it's still Atlanta. still another week away. 150,000 people. Yeah, you get them paid now and you make sure everything is fine to go because you can't mess with something that has this much money on the table. I think that there's something to this. But none of that seems to matter because the only question is, did Trump cave? That, at least that's the question being asked out there. Fingers on Did Trump cave? Oh, that's temporarily. It was a it was a retreat. That doesn't mean it's a total capitulation. I mean, look, it, this is the way I see it. Uh, he's setting them up. The Democrats have said for weeks that they will not negotiate this until they reopen the government. So he said, like, "Okay, we'll we'll reopen the government for three weeks." Now what? Well, so so the setup is then 
that he's going to reopen government, and three weeks from now, we close it again, uh, or he says uh, national emergency and he builds a barrier. Right? So if, if everybody knows that's what's going on here, what actually changes? What was the point of what, what's the point of reopening the government? Why even wait the three weeks? What happens in the three weeks if you already have people like like uh, the press secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders telling you the end game? If no deal can be made in three weeks, what is the deal that can actually be made? Well, it, they got to they got to use this like they have the past thirty days. They got to use the next three weeks to continue to wear us down because then it goes less money, less of a wall. You know, it's it was. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. And then it became, we're going to build a wall. And then it became, you can call it whatever you want. We're going to build something. And now it's going to be a down payment on the wall. That's I what don't, he was I trying don't know to what get. down payment is at all. There is no part of me uh, that understands what that means. When, when the president said that the other day, and remember, I'm a guy who is, for, for the most part, policy-wise in terms of... Um, Judges in terms of uh, regulation cutting, like I'm down with all that. Like that makes sense to me. I don't want judges that are activists, and I don't think anybody should. I, I want judges that, well, do the job and interpret the Constitution. It says what it says. It doesn't say what it doesn't say. All right. Uh, so I'm I'm in fine with that. I'm very happy with Trump on on those things. On uh, when it comes to uh, this shutdown in the border, I have no problem with barriers. I have no problem with barriers, walls, slats. I'm, I don't even know what they call it anymore. Don't care. What is it? <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwich is fine. Terrific. No problem with that at all. But if that, but if you knew you're going to get to this place, you know Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, isn't going to move. What the bloody hell are we doing? Why screw around? Just do it already. Why? What? What happens? You mean do it by national emergency? Yeah, yeah go start building. Yeah, but do you think that's going to get overturned by a judge if it comes to that? You think that's going to get overturned? Well, first of all, there are going to be a million judges who rush to say you can't do that. My question would be, now this is a, a, a question about whether or not we actually believe in the power of the presidency, which is to say the vote, the vote of the people. By the way, the, the Sazerac is stunning. Is it? Um, I, you, I can't believe you don't like it, Fingers. Oh, I, I, think it, I think it's exceptional. It's fine. <laughs> Holy crap, man. It's not it's, bad. It's, it's okay. It's not bad. I'm not oh. a big cinnamon person. I like the I, big cube. You know what? Have mine. Have mine with just a couple ice chips. It's better now. And, and, and feel the difference. I don't want yours. Well, then Why give me mine back. Me? I don't forget you. I don't know what's dead happening. To me. Dead to me. I love it. I love it. I could actually down it and do yours. I never do that. I never do that. It's that. It's it's. It's not going to happen. Uh, I will finish it. I will finish it Look this at time. you. I'm a big mm-hmm. boy. I'm going to keep my eye on that. <laughs> the border conversation seems to have gotten very strange. The shutdown conversation seems to have gotten very strange. Yes, there are plenty of judges who are going to come out and say, you, President Trump, can't do this. Except for the fact that he might actually be able to. And the judges are the activists who I oppose. If you, if, if you hate Donald Trump, I, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you you're, you're right. I don't necessarily understand um, the idea of hate to the point where, like, you can't function. And you watch the videos out there, people screaming and yelling and going after others about Donald Trump. They, they hate till they can't function. They're, they're freaking vibrating. Uh, they, they hate him so dang much. I don't, I don't think that that provides you any value, right? I don't like activist judges. And even if you hate Trump, you shouldn't like activist judges either. The president was elected. Doesn't mean, You don't like the Electoral College? I can't help you with that. That's how we do it here. Hillary Clinton wins a popular vote. I don't think New York and California should decide votes for the rest of the country. I'm fine with the Electoral College. It is unbelievably helpful to those people in smaller states who still want to be able to have a say in their representation. It is a fantastic system, and those people opposed to it, well, again, just filled with Trump hate. There, you're, You can't live in Arkansas or Indiana or Tennessee and think that it's okay to give up your selection of the president to New York and California, not just New York and California, two counties in New York and two counties in, in California. That's that's criminally nuts. The judge that's going to say to the president, you can't do this. I, I have been a believer in this for a while, and I think there are some people who think that I'm a bit radical in the subject. I'm here to tell you, I am not. Tell the judge who thinks that the president can't do this to go get his army and stop him. 
I'm not kidding. I no 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 kidding. Who is a judge to decide this thing? Now, when you say to me, "Isn't that what judges do?" the answer is no. That isn't what judges do. If we the Constitution only uh, uh, talks about one court, and that's the Supreme Court. That's it. Every other court that exists exists at the pleasure of Congress. It was created by Congress, which means it can be taken away by Congress. And, and we should seriously, seriously look at that idea. But who is a judge to say that the duly elected representative of the people, like him or hate him, that's not the point. The duly elected representative of the people isn't allowed to make the decisions for national security, which is exactly what his charge is. Yeah, that's literally his job. How do you make that claim? So we're in a whole weird place now uh, where we have to ask ourselves, well, what, is, what, are, what are the powers here? The judiciary, this whole idea of they're a co-equal branch, doesn't mean they get to set policy. They can determine whether a law is constitutional. But you can't determine whether the president deciding a national emergency is acceptable. I don't know where judges, th I don't know where judges think that they can do that, except that they're activists, so they're not thinking like judges. And I don't know where people get this idea that somehow you can move down this road. But we know what's coming. You already have uh, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, who's the Senate Minority Leader. You already have uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's the Speaker of the House, who have said uh, nothing for the wall. So why in the world are we doing this? Why are we putting America through this again? I, we, I, this whole month and, and not, plus was total nonsense, and now, three weeks later, we'll be at it again. Well, I, I think that he is using this as a negotiation tool. Like I said earlier, he, the, the Democrats claimed that they weren't going to do anything. Uh, there would be no negotiation on immigration or a wall until the government was reopened. And he said, okay, I'll give you three weeks. The, the government's open for three weeks. Now, are we going to have a State of the Union address now? Is he going to go uh, and give a State of the Union address where he's going to say, listen, I have done everything I could to make a deal with you, and you will not move at all. And not only are you not moving in any kind of negotiation, you're exactly against the positions that you had on immigration and the wall just a few years ago. Now, I, I did put this out on Twitter. I actually think one of the things the president would, did in, in, in deciding to do it now, I do think these travel things are real. Right? It's one thing to say 800,000 people aren't getting paid, which sucks. I agree. And this uh, Friday was their second paycheck they didn't get. Okay, you'll feel, you'll feel not getting two paychecks for sure. Um, but uh, th there, there's no doubt uh, that the whole situation with travel, well, now that starts to actually affect all people. It didn't just affect the air traffic controllers. It was affecting all Americans. And that's when you start feeling pressure and you start uh, fe feeling the heat. Right? No, I, I totally agree with that. But you're right. They're not going to go for the wall. They said they're not going to go for the wall. So three weeks from now, he just declares a national emergency. Why not declare it right now? Why not just be done? Declare. Here it is. You really want him to do that? No, no, no. I, I want Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, and I want uh, far too many people on the political left uh, to be okay with border security and that uh, surveillance is not a barrier. And what they're talking about is they want technology this and technology uh, uh, that. Um, that's, that's not enough. What you if? need to physically move people. You need to change the way they enter because surveillance is... Uh, I'll, I'll let you talk in a second, April. Surveillance is nothing more than you're watching. But that's not, that's not action. That's not proactive. That's reactive. And I'm not in favor of it. April D. Gregory. I was going to say, what if he negotiates money for AOC's Green New Deal for wall? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? You're just the worst kind of person. You know that? You are. Um, so You're the reason the terrorists win. So what about the people who I've noticed there's two types of conservatives now, Trump supporters now. So there's the... The Trump apologists who are like, no, he's, you got to watch the long game. you got to watch for three more weeks. He's playing 4D chess. This is a strategic move. Then you have the, the pissed off Trump supporter or people who were Trump supporters, the conservatives, who are now like done with him because he lied. Never mind all you, the you're other talking things. About now? Like, 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 was it Ann Coulter because, who said, yeah, congratulations, like George Herbert Walker Bush. Yes. You're no longer the wimpiest president. She, I, I, it must have sold her another 3,000 bucks. Good for her. She's a national good for, treasure. Good for I'm Anne. sorry. I, I, get, I chuckle every time I see a tweet from her. As long as I, you, as you, if you soak it in as entertainment, it's fabulous. I'm so old, I remember when she was all about Chris Christie. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, she, she... I bet he would have built a wall. So... <laughs> 
Oh, don't worry. He might still primary Trump. You have no idea what could, <laughs> what could come. Um, I, no, I don't think there's going to be any uh, AOC deal made. No, I was kidding. Uh, I, I will. Uh, I do, though, want to get back to, to the focus here, which is what was the point of all of this? Uh, because people are focused on the whole did Trump cave conversation. Did he cave? Did he not cave? Uh, uh, he, he wimped out. I can't believe it. It's 4D chess, as you were saying, April. Can we discuss the fact that we've got a much bigger conversation that literally nobody in America is having except us? Literally, ex- we're the only people having this conversation. And that is, we're not talking about whether or not we're going to spend $5.7 billion on some kind of barrier. We're not even talking about barriers. That's all cover. We're having a conversation about whether or not we're a nation that believes in borders. That's the conversation, and nobody's willing to say it out loud. There is a segment of the population. Again, your politics are meaningless to, to the conversation. There's a segment of the population that doesn't believe in a border. They believe, just let everybody in. They believe in no checks. They believe that it, not only is it wrong to separate families, right, which would be one thing to say, it's wrong to even detain them. There's a new policy out that asylum seekers have to stay in Mexico, can't enter the United States. They think that's wrong. There is a segment of the population that does not in any way believe in borders. And how in the world are you supposed to figure out what to do about the border? Well, they don't believe in borders now. Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, you think, oh, so you're saying that because they were in favor of it then that they believed in it? No, no, no. I'm not talking about uh, those uh, Democrats. I'm talking about the new crop of Democrats, uh, these new socialists that you see uh, here, there, and everywhere. They don't believe in it. So when I talk about there's a segment of America that doesn't believe in borders, I'm not talking about it just politically. I'm talking about it uh, in, in in a how do you run and survive in a nation? They don't believe it. How in the world are you supposed to get somewhere on borders if you've got a segment of the population that doesn't believe in borders? How do you do this? There's, that's true. Can we go briefly books, back? Maybe. What? History books, maybe? Well, there's that. But can we go briefly they're, back they're, to... They're, they're all uh, biased in their uh, white privilege. Okay, sure. Briefly I assume. Go, I assume. I don't know. You don't read them. Uh, briefly no, go read back to whether, whether Trump caved or not. I think that we're falling victim in this discussion um, the way that we did over the the BuzzFeed piece and the Covington uh, Catholic high school kids in that he this this happens and then there's this need to have instant analysis and a hot take immediately after the oh, agreement you ain't nothing is made. a hot take fingers. I, I get that, but you need to step back and if he would have said okay, can, April, can you check if hottake.net is available? We just <laughs> yes. gotta, that's gonna be that's gonna be our new news site. Uh, but you need to uh, take a step back and analyze the whole situation. Now, if he said, okay, we're just moving on, then yeah, he caved and it, it it's a complete failure, this whole uh, government shutdown. But if this is part of an ongoing process of saying, okay, we're going to take another three weeks to have a national conversation, not only about the wall, but um, the, uh, the dreamers, uh, the... Uh, oh, yeah, that was the whole... Uh Jared Kushner deal, $25 billion for the border, and we'll give 1.8 million dreamers permanent status. Holy cow. Wow. But at least the, there's a conversation there instead of kicking the can down the road, which is we've seen happen for decades. Let's wait for the whole process to unfold instead of, oh, my gosh, this happened yesterday, so everything's a complete failure, and he caved. Okay, so I'm with you there, that you can't just get yourself to a point of, of straight-on hysteria. Everybody wants everything to be the end of the world. I, when I watched the announcement from President Trump, I was happened to be watching NBC, and it, Chuck Todd came on afterwards, oh boy. which is always... Ex- that is a terrible haircut. Why does he do that? I hear he... I, from what I hear, like, like if people who've met him in person, like, totally nice guy, meet the press, Chuck Todd, and supposedly, like, a serious political savant, like a knowledge base like like, like no one else. Did you see Please. his O face? Is like, that like what his, it was? Oh, Can we God. talk about oh. the Brian Stelter thing? No, no. We'll get to Brian Stelter oh in a second because there's a whole other issue. Um, but but <laughs> what Chuck Todd said is that is a man who was who seemed dejected and, and, and defeated. You know you know him like you know this guy like I do, Lester Holt. Lester Holt was the was the was the host. You know this guy like I do. And if he's feeling jovial, he's taking questions. The president didn't take any questions. 
There are many times the president doesn't take any questions. What are you talking about? But they were, they were gleeful at everything that was going on. Now, the answer to your question is I didn't see what Brian Stelter did. From CNN, she's, she's she's about ready to sidetrack us completely and have us go off we the can, rails. We can I'm we can talk to that it. later. Okay, so uh, Brian Stelter, his his Twitter profile picture and his the advertisement CNN plays oh, to advertise oh, his show. He lost fifty pounds in his promo shot. There's like a there's a fifty there's a huge difference in the size of his noggin Facebook. in real life on on live TV. Photoshop <laughs> exploded all over his face. So true. <laughs> Is the definition of fake news is the size of his Brian head. Stelter between what he looks like in real life and what he looks like in the CNN promo shot is so photoshopped. He's he's an honorary Kardashian. That's how absolutely positively it's horrible. Like Fourteen it is. year old versus but whatever. it has nothing to do with the border. I just that love that you were like, let's have an anti Brian Stelter moment. No, no, it's good for everybody. OPS hottake.net is available for only thirteen ninety thirteen hundred ninety five dollars. Would you like to give me your credit card? Wait a second, is that a good investment? No. Hottake.net? $1,300? It's not a good investment? Who buys... Uh, who, who, who creates websites anymore, Tony? That's a thing of the past. The people don't do websites anymore? No. It's all ball bearings nowadays. By, <laughs> it's all By the way, speaking of, did you see all the media cuts this week? BuzzFeed, oh. uh, Gannett Newspapers. Uh, there was another one. Mike, is it Mike that, that dropped people at MIC or, or it was someone else? Um, there's like a thousand jobs that got cut across all Huff different po. media... Uh, a, a spectrum against um, amongst the faux media, um, uh, the media landscape is changing for sure. Changing for sure. They Brian should Stelter learn. still has his job though. Yes, they should now. learn how to start coding, Tony. Coding, <laughs> medical coding. <laughs> That's the wave of the future. So see all these automotive jobs go away. That's uh, learn to code. I, I think that you are right about the the main point, which is I think people are overreacting in a way. Uh, did he cave? Did he cave? I don't. That's that. That's so far from the conversation. We know this is going to continue. We know this is going to go on. We know Trump is going to try it. I don't see his supporters going anywhere. And Coulter can yell and scream and call him a wimp all she wants. What does it matter? She's going to vote for him instead of Luis Gutierrez. She's going to vote for him uh, in, in, instead of Kamala Harris. Of course she is. It's not even a conversation. So why is it being brought up? We still have to answer the question about what we want from a border. What we want. Are we a country that believes in borders? That's the question no one's asking. You ask that every single week. It's the question that no one's asking. And, and it's, it's, I'm going to ask it until people start discussing the fact that there's a segment of the population that doesn't want it. But no, nah, did, did Trump cave, not cave? Whatever you say. Honestly, I can't get myself wrapped up in it. If he was going to do this, there was no reason to do this for 35 days. He should have declared the national emergency and moved on. Well, I mean, now he can say he tried, I guess, right? Well, do that's, the, I mean, that's you special. still... You got... Still need all the senators and, it, and it, Mitt Romney. It won't change. I will it change a mind? Did he gain nine per, nine points in in uh, polling because he's trying to be the adult in the room? Did he? Does he get no more one's going to say like he him? was the adult in the room? Well, then the whole thing was nonsense. The whole thing was nonsense. Hey, what's, I want I want a border. What what's, can I say? What's nonsense is it wasn't taken care of while he had a Republican House and a Republican Senate. You We're still had to have thing. enough senators, though. I mean, it's not that he didn't try. You just have to. You can't. He wasn't going to get it passed. Not with that attitude, April D. Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> this is Eat Drink Smoke. Eat Drink Smoke. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory. Fingers, I'm not on Atkins Malloy. You, get, you quit in a week, Fingers. He quit in one day. Did he quit in one day? It's all our fault because we had the Big Macs and then it all went downhill. Wait, so he did, he did Atkins on a Saturday. Yes. Then we did the whole uh, is fast food racist uh, thing last, last week, which you can get if you subscribe on iTunes. Eat, drink, smoke, subscribe on iTunes. Also a Google uh, Play Store. Also uh, Stitcher. It's, it's everywhere. But subscribe and five-star review and we appreciate it. So then you had the Big Macs and you were like, Oh, this is terrible. It's going right to my thighs. You were yeah. miserable right. that we would bring fries and Big Macs and Whoppers. We had Whoppers. And you didn't go back to Atkins? You just like were like, screw it. I'm that lazy. I ate. Well, it's not about being lazy. They were lazy. donuts. I heard they were donuts. What? It's not about being lazy. It's just uh, that's what happens when you make a, a lifestyle <laughs> decision, Tony. And it was this. I, I made an assessment after One I had thing throws you off rail. three quarters of a Big Mac and half a Whopper that day. 
I you, could, you could have taken the bread. You could have just moved the bread aside. Uh, it's a pathetic life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you can't eat the bread, and I feel I so can. sorry for you. But uh, I just made a decision that, uh, what do I care? Who cares? I'm fat. You can't I make like, that decision mid, mid uh, Whopper. You can't make... You have to... Monday is a new day. Listen. It, do what you want. You want... You know you do. It's, you know you do. Do it. It's 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 just more fun to be fat. At the end of the day... So I, I live until I'm 70, until I'm 80. Who cares? You know what I did today? I'm in my mid-40s. I go to make a cup of coffee in my Keurig, and I, I push the button, and I forgot to put a mug underneath the, the cup. I never... Or the, the machine. I never would have done that 20 years ago. What's it going to be like? My mind's going to be mush by the time it's 70 anyway. I may as well be dead. Wait a second. I will tell you something I did that puts me in that category. I didn't forget the cup. I actually cleaned the coffee carafe. I don't remember in any time ever actually cleaning the carafe. You rinse it out, and you're done. Well, I went to go make some coffee this morning, and there are... I, I mean, I know. It's disgusting. I get it. There are little... There's, there's, like, little black things floating in the coffee. I'm like, what the heck is this? I didn't... There's no... It's not grounds. What's going on? Years of this carafe. I guess we had never cleaned it. We're, you've been to my house, April. They look at me like that. We're very clean people. And it's just, it's there's this coating underneath. So we went old school restaurant style. Ice, salt, and lemon. But we didn't have a lemon, so we used a lime. Uh, and so what happens is you use kosher salt. You put the ice in it. Uh, not too much. Like four or five cubes. Then you put salt in it. The salt melts immediately to the ice, and it acts like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And then you put the, 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 the citrus in there to be the, to be the cleaner, and you just start swishing it around. And like we're doing that, and it's melting a little. We're pouring it out into a clear cup so we can see what's in there. It's the nastiest thing. You have pulled things out of your shower that look <laughs> oh cleaner. God. What have I been doing to myself? It's, I, I'm the guy who cleaned. And we were, we were both, like my wife and I were both like, wow, that looks great. Well, look at us. Look what we did. <laughs> like, we're proud of ourselves. Adulting. For finally being less disgusting. It, it, it is terrible. Now, I, I think that you should go back to it. I don't think you should just, you know, admit defeat um, when, it, when it, comes to, uh, it comes to your weight. I just don't think you should get crazy about it and worry about what other people... Because everybody's wrong. Everybody lies. These people who say the keto diet is, is like this great evil and should go back to fruits and vegetables. Do you know what happens to me when I eat fruits and vegetables? It's why I don't eat bread. If I eat all that the way they say I'm supposed to eat it, I will never leave a bathroom again. I don't mean to be gross. I don't. It is a painful, painful experience that haunted me well into my 30s. And then I finally said enough. Yeah. I'm done. I'm stopping. Well, what would you say? It's the gluten. It's the, glu- it's, it's the gluten. It's the whole host of things. But I just stopped doing it. Did you but know? You, you notice I don't get on my high horse about it, April. I know. Like, yeah. Oh, yes, I'm gluten-free. Oh, you're not gluten-free? Let me tell you why you're going to hell. <laughs> it's, that's you. That is you. <laughs> Beginning to end. You would walk into a stranger's house and say, oh, I see you had gluten. No wonder you look so pasty. That's, it's, it's just it's the worst. No, so I tried the Atkins diet, and then I realized, did you know Little Debbie makes a double-decker oatmeal pie? It's fantastic. <gasps> Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, there you go. So screw it. Just be fat. What's another one being fat? Don't don't body shame me, April D. Gregory. I'm not. I love you no matter what Thank size you, you are. I'm a fat guy and I love it. Hell with it. I'll have two Big Macs today with the bun and fries no. and a full flavored Coke. Way to inspire the use. <laughs> By the way, there is a Big Mac and it got posted to the Eat Drink Smoke uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash eat drink smoke. Big Mac in a bowl. You can do this. Right? So on traditional Big Mac, uh, according to this, April, because uh, you, you posted it, yeah. uh, has 540 calories. And I believe that's wrong. I believe it's way more calories than 540. Uh, the Big Mac in a bowl is 190 calories. Carbs on a traditional Big Mac, 46. Carbs in a, a Big Mac bowl, six. Just six little itty-bitty waffle-thin uh, carbs. Fat in a, in, a, in a traditional Big Mac, 28. Fat in a Big Mac bowl, too. Okay, this is officially crap. Why do we post this? This is crap. It's no way it's two grams of fat. There's in a Big meat, Mac bowl? There's special sauce. There's cheese. It's more than two grams of fat. Oh, that's lean ground beef. <laughs> um, Conceptually, I like it, but it's way more fat than two well, grams. Here's, here's, it's got to be more fat than two grams. Here's why it shouldn't have been posted on, on the Eat, Drink, Smoke uh, Facebook page, and I'm calling you out on this because I found out on the way don't here. Don't point at me. You're I'm, pointing I'm, at April. I'm pointing at April. It's it's good radio when I point and don't tell anybody who I'm pointing at. Uh, I found out in the parking lot on the way here. 
that you can't get a Big Mac bowl at McDonald's. You have to make that Big Mac bowl on your own. Wait, you can't... You, no, you can't buy it. This is... This, this is, is a freaking self-help thing? Yeah, it's a it's You're the meal worst. Pre- it's meal See, prepping. I was going to go and uh, go to a drive-thru and say, give me a Big Mac it's bowl. It's meal and they prepping. Thought, this guy's high. For, finger, for fingers, for people who want to be successful on the Atkins diet or the paleo diet or the keto diet, this is what you do. You cook the ground beef in the skillet. You make a bunch of beef. Then you have a bunch of lettuce chopped up, a bunch of tomato, a bunch of onion, a bunch of pickles. Tomato? How, how, many, how many times have you had Big Mac? I don't know tomatoes I'm on a Big Mac. I'm just making this up. There's I don't no know. I've baseball. had two Big Macs in my life. Good. Goodness. You've only had two Big Macs in your life? Yeah, I tried and one once. both ones last week? No, I only had one last week. <laughs> I tried it once, didn't like it, didn't have it again until next week when I had to because I'm a racist. Um, that's... That, Tagline's going to be used against me someday. Yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to run for office and they're going to pull that up. So you have all these things prepped in your fridge ready to go. And then you just throw the bowls together whenever you're hungry. You've got, you make special sauce out of ketchup and mayonnaise and some relish. Yeah. Can I, can I bring something up that is, is, is much more important than this conversation? I went to Burger King on Wednesday because I'm off the Atkins oh, diet. Oh, good Lord. And you the, did not. Yeah, Burger King has a version of the Big Mac that uses Burger King patties because it's Burger King and they call it the Big King and you can get a Big King meal with onion rings and they have the special onion ring sauce the the blooming onion type sauce and it is huge and it is not depressing and disappointing like the Big Mac can be because the patties are so small Big Mac take or uh, Burger King taking the Big Mac to the next level God bless you I don't know what's happening I d- I'll tell you what's happening Clearly, we have m- completely uh, misinterpreted Fingers Malloy uh, love of fast food. He clearly is in a shame spiral, and you, April D. Gregory, put him there. I was yeah. trying to help him out by posting a way that he could eat his Big Macs and not, it would be Atkins friendly. I eat fast food anywhere from eight to 10 times a week. I know. This is why I'm trying to help you out. I want to get to a, a different subject about people who are not taking the care of themselves. And it's not just Fingers Malloy. There are plenty of people not taking care of themselves. Uh, we're in Indianapolis, right? The Indianapolis area is where we, we do the podcast from. Uh, it's where we live. Uh, we're actually at uh, Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis. It's where we're doing the recording. And north of Indianapolis, there is a town called Carmel. Now, Carmel is, is famous in Indiana for being probably the richest place in all of in all of Indiana, right? So uh, there's a lot of money. They've, they've built this crazy kind of beautiful uh, city. It's actually the home to the most roundabouts, driving circles in, in the country. It's a crazy spot. Well, they're also, they're a town that has one high school. 5,000 plus kids, one high school. And they do that because, as I've heard the story, they're not interested in splitting up, like having additional high schools, because they want to have the best of the best. They want to win awards and win sports this and talent that and, and, and the whole thing. But kids who go there, from what I know, they love it. They absolutely love it, have a great experience, and the education is supposed to be excellent. There are wrestlers on uh, their high school team who have to forfeit matches because they were wearing weight loss suits during practices. <gasps> sauna suits. Right, so you are, you the whole concept of cutting weight for wrestlers is real. It's like cutting weight for a boxer or an MMA fighter, and it's flat out. It's dangerous as can be. You should hear, you know, Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. Yes, he actually talks about this on on the podcast, I, and I don't listen to his podcast all the time, but I, I, I've I've heard this, and when he talks MMA, it's it's terrific. You know that cutting weight is the craziest and most dangerous part of everything those guys do. So cutting weight is dangerous, and so these, these suits, they make you sweat. You lose water weight, you're able to make weight, but it leads to overheating and it, leaves, it leads to dehydration. It's been known, according to, to sources, kids have died uh, because of this. So these things are not allowed. So the next thing you know um, that the, these kids are using them, according to a quote under the supervision of coaches... Oh, no. The, the high school association that's in charge of sports starts investigating, and they're, they're throwing a, a matches out. I, I'm assuming they're going to eventually uh, throw these uh, kids out. I assume that the, the coach is going to get fired, right? coach is totally going get, to get fired for doing this. But I don't know. Is, is this about kids being desperate to win, or are these kids that are pushed, goaded, 
driven by parents and, and coaches, right? I don't know how, where I throw blame. You, I mean, you, you have look, kids. I, that you, we all we all do, and we guys, all know people within the, the high school world, right? Did you guys or, play sports in high school? Oh, no. No? Oh, please. I did. I played softball and basketball, and I was also a mat made once for wrestling. For the wrestling. Don't know what that I is. I don't know what. And I've got so many questions, but I won't ask them. Uh, but the, the reason why I'm asking that question is I know, you know, back when I was in high school, I played basketball, I played football briefly, and I played baseball. And you were always looking for an edge. And I did stuff that my parents didn't know I was doing. I mean, I didn't, like, take steroids or anything, but I needed to gain weight, so I got my hands on some weight gainer. And, you know, you make one shake, it's 3,500 calories. It probably wasn't healthy. You didn't eat Big Macs back then? I, well, I did, but it didn't Big matter. I was, I was 17 years old. My metabolism, I could, you know, fuel an entire army with my metabolism. So I could eat Big Macs and not gain weight. So I got some weight gainer. So kids, high school kids are always looking for Life's a bitch, an edge. It? Yes, it is. <laughs> it, 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 it totally judoed him. Yeah, that's the problem. If you're taking judo, yeah. you'd be fine. You'd be able to handle this. But my parents didn't know what I was doing. If the coaches knew, and they fostered this environment and let it go on, in my mind, not only should they be fired, they should be prosecuted. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I don't. I don't. Because uh, I mean, uh, honestly, a parent's not going to know if uh, kid, kid can hide the suit. You know, where yeah, kids does, hide does things. Does the parent necessarily know that it's illegal? Because I'm thinking back to when twenty years ago, plus twenty plus years ago, when I was a mat maid for the wrestling team. Um, that was a fun experience. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that they did wear these back then. But now if they've been banned, the coaches would know that. But maybe the parents wouldn't necessarily know that. The, the rule, uh, at any time, the use of sweat boxes, hot showers, whirlpools, rubber, vinyl, and plastic-type suits, or similar artificial heating devices, diuretics, or other methods for quick weight reduction purposes is prohibited and shall disqualify any individual from competition. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying they all back knew. then. Um, oh, then? Back then, when I was, you know, 20 years ago. I mean, they would wear trash bags right. over them during practice whatever meets or practice to lose weight uh, we would we'd be on the bus going to a meet and they'd be sitting there and decked out in clothes and just spitting into cups the whole way just spitting out spit Ex excess to get right before they weigh in before the meet so it was a big deal like now, by making the way, weight that is all crazy that is all certifiable no question about it. now if you talk to wrestlers not professional wrestlers I'm talking about real wrestlers The Undertaker? Uh, um, yeah the Brooklyn Brawlers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you talk to Triple H, um, these are a different breed of people. Wrestlers are absolutely a different type of person. I'm not even suggesting what they do in college. I'm not suggesting what they do as they build out an amateur career. High school students are different and you got to treat them different and that you're so desperate to win. It's it, it doesn't do. There's an expression that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That, that, that exists in sports. Absolutely. Exists in football. Did Bill Belichick coin that one? No. <laughs> he is special. <laughs> the kid, I got, we'll get to this later, the kid who scientifically proved that Tom Brady is a cheater. He's <laughs> so yeah. great. It's so terrific. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's not just this, right? It's not just this. There's academic stuff. There's other sports stuff. There's, there's, there's other like, like clubs and, and things where people, they, whatever they can do to get ahead as opposed to Going out there and doing the thing. I don't mind a kid training hard. I don't mind a kid saying, you know what, I'm not going to that party. I'm training. I don't mind a kid saying, no, I don't want dessert. I'm training. I don't mind any of that stuff. I don't mind driven kids. I don't want to knock that out of any kid. As a matter of fact, more kids need to be like that. Put your life on the line. That's when the parent or, or the adult is supposed to step in and say, no, it's, you don't get to do this. It's so ingrained in these cultures, these sports cultures. You know, I, I to go back to when I was in high school, high school football practice it's 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 august it's 90 degrees you're doing two a days you're 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 running until you 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 throw up and that's expected of you well and there i admire that in a way because it look at it, it it builds you up it, it makes you tougher but where's the line and unfortunately the line too many times is is overstepped and you're seeing kids drop over dead so <sighs> 
and, and in college you're seeing it a lot too and so there needs to be a conversation about what is acceptable and what isn't and people need to be held to that standard i i'm floored that you're having high school wrestlers doing stuff like this but if that's just the way it's been in high school right. wrestling for decades it's it's hard to get coach especially co- you know wrestling coaches that get to, to high school that's how they did it and that's how their their coaches did it you know growing up so it's hard to stop does that. the coach have a job no I, 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 if the coach didn't know does the coach have a job he has to know. He has That's to know. my take. You know, if he knows, he doesn't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, there has to be a responsibility, and the coach can't have a job anymore. No. Can't have a job. Can I just discuss, as we're reviewing the Sazerac Rye for Eat, Drink, Smoke, uh, it's great. I'm going to go get a bottle and take it off. Are you? Yeah, it's Oh, good. my gosh. I, I did this on just, just a couple of Fingers I finished chips. it, and he said he wasn't even going to. I did this no, on a couple of ice chips. This is it's special. You compare this to good. last week, what we drank. Oh, my God. Night and day different. The malt whiskey. That, that, we was, had that was that a was horrible was, decision. It was God dreadful. Who awful. made that decision? This, this right here. Well, I make all the drinking decisions, and sometimes <laughs> you miss. Listen, ninety-five. You, like, April D. Gregory, made Fingers Malloy fat. Yeah, thank you. He was on his way to weight loss and health, and you know what? That male modeling career yep. that has eluded him his whole life. Now look at. I him. could have been in a Sears catalog. Thanks yep. a lot. Now there's no more Sears. Yeah, way Holding to go on by a thread, <laughs> but. This right here, especially after this being it watered, the Sazerac rye, the Sazerac rye uh, once it w- got watered down by the ice a little bit, I'm really enjoying this. Like, mine's all gone. So yeah, why would I you agree. say watered down? It got opened up by the water, and the chill uh, of the ice g- gave it some new context. Uh, watered down? Is that what? You know what? That's why you're fat. Uh, exactly. No, and I'm using. Way, that was said by me, which is the greatest, greatest, <laughs> most delicious yum yum irony of all time. It, it's the casino lingo in me. I'm getting a drink at a casino. It's watered down. So you, you, a little splash of water. Yes, it opened it up. I, I, uh, because honestly, you mentioned, and, and maybe it wasn't fair on my part. As soon as you said there were cinnamon tones in it, it's right when I took a sip and I thought, holy crap, this is this is uh, this is Fireball. This is what this is. And then I was exaggerating fireball. a little bit, uh, but uh, there you could definitely get the cinnamon in this. A little yeah. bit of water in this. It took a lot of that away. This is fantastic. It yeah, is not I agree. Fireball. I think that once I had the, the ice cube in it, this is something I could finish the whole glass of. And yeah. I never say that, yeah, right? Except for like three times. Well, will you both finish a damn glass of this bourbon instead of me drinking hey it? All, and then I walk out of here uh, feeling really good. Uh, drink I'm the sorry. I'm like the Mikey over here. I'm trying here. to Honestly, make you skinny, and I'm trying to make you drunk. Why do you hate me? Your self-esteem issues are yours. <laughs> That's all there is to it. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, drink, smoke. Good to be with you, Tony Katz. How are you? How's everything? How are the kids? You look great today. You lose weight. Thank you. you look fantastic. I was I was talking to Fingers Malloy. Oh. Uh, along with Fingers Malloy and April D. Gregory uh, is uh, is with me, of course, uh, on iTunes. Eat, drink, smoke. Subscribe there. We're here at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. They're in Nashville. They're in Pittsburgh. They are in Houston. Uh, BlendBarCigar.com is where you find them. We appreciate uh I was the, actually the here last night and I had this is, my, this is my second cigar in like 12 hours. Well, look at you. Go straight to your thighs. That's not how it works. No, that's not. Uh, at all. Oh. Uh, we're on to the smoke uh, portion. We, we had the Sazerac rye, which was, it's special. I'm telling you, I'm a fan, the Sazerac rye. This is uh, the Asylum 13 Oblongata. Now, Asylum 13 makes a whole bunch of cigars. This Honduras from beginning to end, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, uh, the, the factory, all of it is down there. Um, this one is is a not a, this is about a six inch cigar with a 50 ring gauge, also in that box press uh, kind of style. I happen to like a box press um, and and this is, this is it. Uh, the wrapper on this is not gonna look like anything that looks overly heavy. I, w- I don't even know if I would describe this as an overly heavy uh, cigar. I just don't think I would, I would go down uh, that road. What it is, is, is wonderful. Asylum 13 has been doing good work, I, I would say, for, for a good long time. And this is right in that kind of medium kind of place. Uh, this, as, as a stick in terms of a, of a, cost, a pro- uh, price point, 10 bucks a stick. I mean, I stuttered my way through it, but you know what I meant. 
is about ten dollars uh, a stick. When it's ten dollars a stick, you can do this in a couple of different places. Is it a golf course cigar? No, I don't believe that it is. Why uh, not? I the Too construction on it is solid. I feel less safe with this in a place where there could be winds or be some kind of weather. Um, this is fine for your deck. This is fine for your patio. This is this is fine for um, a, a bachelor party. Uh, this is th- this is fine for you know what? Uh, I, I, I just want to get away from it all. This is fine for I'm going to pack these cigars and I'm when I have a chance to to get away and have one when I'm on vacation or business travel, I'm going to do it. Okay. That's that's what this cigar is for. And it's it's nothing against the cigar, but it's not as oily as other cigars, so it's not going to give you that intensity. There's definitely going to be a little bit of, of pepper. There's going to be a little bit of spice that goes on uh, with the cigar. Um, the whole idea of a cigar being woody uh, is 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 an, is an interesting one, right? Because I don't know how to describe woody to anybody. T. No, no, don't giggle. I I I, I don't. Um, there's going to be very good smoke over this, off of this. It's going to burn rather well. Uh, I think that this is one of those cigars where first, third, first third, second third, final third, you might have a little bit of sameness. Very often, a cigar changes in the in the in those places. Uh, I I can't tell you that that it will. I think maybe over time it'll get the the, the peppery will kind of disappear because you're used to it, and it'll get a touch sweeter. Right, uh, a little bit of almost of those creams that that come through. That'll come through a bit later uh, on this uh, cigar. A uh, couple of different reviews I was going through b- besides my own, and people said, you know, smoke time's about an hour and ten minutes. Um, smoke time is all about you. I gotta yeah, tell you, I've never ho- taken an hour in a cigar. The, oh, you you never have? No. Oh, I certainly have. And it would go when get, out. Wouldn't it not go burnt out? Ah, not not a not if it's certainly constructed right. Okay. And then the follow up there is how how you're smoking it, how often you're going back to it, which is why you don't always know how long these things are going to be. Um, I would say that this is a cigar that I want to be able to enjoy, and I don't want to be able to do in a rush. It's why I think it's great if you if you're doing it for traveling. You've got an hour. You know you've got an hour. You're not worried if you finish it because it was only ten bucks. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so right for that moment. I, I think that uh, you know, s- doing this podcast with you, Tony, and and being someone who was a cigar novice, and I still consider myself a novice when it comes to cigars. So do I. Uh, oh, not me. I smoke my cigars way too fast because I'm so worried about the damn thing going out on me. Okay. Me too. That's uh, what I'm trying so to say. So allow me to give you the only tip that I can on that subject. Do you turn your cigar? No. If if you're if you're depending on how you're holding it, right? Uh huh. And 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 you're puffing. Remember, you don't inhale. You want to toast the palate. After you've done that for like five minutes, just turn it over, because heat rises, and that's going to also change how damned. the burn of the cigar is going oh. to go. So that evenness helps with the control of the cigar all the way through. So just turn it, because that's one of the things I've noticed sometimes when we have a really potent cigar, something that's really strong, right? And I smoke it really fast. I almost get sick after I'm done because I'm smoking. You get it so buzzed quickly. afterwards, yeah, of course you absolutely. can. Absolutely, and I don't want that. I want to be able you to. Know, sit who doesn't want a buzz? Not off a cigar. Okay. Cigar buzz is weird. Yeah. I once smoked a, a Cao Barber Pole, Cao America. It was a Barber Pole cigar, and I was living in Tampa at the time, and I, I was a smoker then. I laid down for two hours. Just I was looped out of my face. It's the last time. <laughs> this was years ago. Last time, really, I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm gone from a cigar. Every now and then, something will hit me and be like, wow, this this is heavy. This is if you, you know what you can do this cigar with. This could be. I am not a breakfast cigar guy. I very rarely smoke a cigar in the morning. There has to be some kind of special event, special occasion thing going on. Coffee. You can smoke this cigar Ooh. with coffee. Any time, and it will pair. Can do this. There's, there's a April D. Gregory this. right there. Can do this, this will pair excellent with coffee. Uh, so go give that a shot. And now blend, this, by the way, has fantastic coffee. Uh, blend, yes, they do. They they do have terrific oh, coffee. Oh yeah, blend I can bar do cigar. this. Uh, this is the Asylum uh, 13, uh, the Oblongata. Uh, they, they, there's the Medulla, and there's the Oblongata. This is the the Oblongata. Can so I ask one more novice question no. about a cigar? Oh. Yes. Maybe does does it affect the flavor of a good. cigar if you have to keep relighting it because it goes out? No. The question is well. The question is really how soon after did you relight it? You're talking about within the like, time you're smoking. Right. Some people they're like you know I, I smoked some cigar 
I can't finish it. I want to take it with me. How do you how do you do that? Yeah. Because there is a way to do that. And what you do is you have to. So let's say you smoked it to a point. You have to take a cutter and you have to go a good inch above that and cut it. Then through the cigar, blow out. Okay. Like you're, like you're blowing on a trumpet. Uh-huh. Just blow out and blow and do that for like five or six minutes to get any of that residual smoke that's in there. Five out. or six minutes of blowing well, it. Take your time. Don't don't pass <laughs> out. I mean, it's not like doing a whip hit, you know? And then you're, <laughs> you'll be able to here. smoke it later and you, and you should be all right. It's definitely going to be different, but you should be all right. Uh, no, relighting it isn't going to cause a problem. If you have to continue, continually relight it, there's something wrong with the cigar or something wrong with you. Like that's probably something wrong. That, with me. That's all there is to it. There's something wrong with a woman in Connecticut who was driving under the influence of vanilla extract, which is the stuff you used to bake with. Was it Paula Dean? No, she would have. That would have been butter. Um, <laughs> the pioneer woman, New Canaan, Connecticut, 50 year old woman sitting in a car at an intersection <laughs> with her eyes closed. Right before a five o'clock rush, they found several bottles of pure vanilla extract in the. In, uh, the car got the vanilla odor on her breath. Sleech was, speech was slurred like mine, unable to answer basic questions. She failed the field sobriety test. That's amazing. <laughs> There's so much to unpack with this. Mm. I mean, there is, I mean, vanilla ex- extract is made with like vodka, right? So Wait, that's what? how, yes, that's how you get, you get the vanilla beans soaked up with vodka. That's how you make it. Is that true? Yes, it's like thirty-five percent alcohol. Why wasn't I notified? Oh, I knew it was. I knew it had like some hit. I didn't know it was so, vodka. So the 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 fake vanilla ex- extract that we make and buy in stores is like that because it's cheaper to make than pure vanilla extract. Why didn't I know about this in high school? No, because it's eight dollars a bottle for a little tiny bottle of vanilla. It's not a cheap buzz. I don't know why she did this. She was probably no. I think she was banned from liquor stores, right? She pro- so she went to Costco. So she went to Costco, got the giant <laughs> bottle of vanilla extract, and spent fifty bucks on a buzz. Good on her for not going the Kitty Dukakis route and getting a whole bunch of scope. I mean, vanilla extract. Oh my God, what do, what do we give for someone bringing a Kitty Dukakis <laughs> reference? <laughs> To the table. I mean, you're just thinking about all the laid-off employees that can't afford um, vanilla extract, so they go get the scope. That's what you're saying, right? No, I wasn't saying that, but okay. We'll go with that. We'll roll with it. He is a man of the people. That's right. For sure. You're just thinking of the people, yes. It is is just remarkable that someone... I have never needed to be that drunk in my whole life. I've never needed to be drunk, so I have no idea what that's like. Oh, it's so great. You should try it, Tony. (laughs) I will. Uh, I will. We're gonna I will work do on that. this for another episode. Tony gets drunk episode. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, no, it wouldn't. we'll get we'll get a bottle of Jagermeister. We'll just throw it in the middle of the table and go nuts, Tony. Oh, it's it. That does not sound. <laughs> that's um. That does not sound good. We'll get You've never been Uber. drunk. Uh, once in my life. Wow. Yeah, once in my life, it was in New Jersey. What were you drinking? It was, it was a snowstorm. It was me and my wife and, 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 and a friend of mine and, and his wife, and it was, a, it was a bottle of white wine. Could have been Prosecco for all I know. And, uh, <laughs> and we got, we, I have Blotto. Gone. Gone out of my face. Did you drink the whole bottle Gone. by yourself? I'm, I, I cannot confirm. Out of a Pringles can? Oh, can't wait to try that. <laughs> that, was a, that was the woman at Walmart. She was there drinking wine out of the Pringles can, and people started trying it. Like, that's awesome, so we have to try it. Yeah, we have to we have, we have to try that actually. I I, I have Pringles cans, um, and and we will do this. <laughs> Fingers can eat the chips first. No, no, no the uh, chips are out of it. Drat. <laughs> the, the chip that I wouldn't leave the chips in there. That's Thank silly him, because he cares about me. He knows I'm trying to do Atkins. You on the other hand made it rain I'm Big Mac. Sabot- Sabotager. Yeah. Saboteur. I want to talk about your smartphone. I want to talk about your iPhone uh, because there's an interesting piece, and I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if people uh, see it this way. It's an opinion piece over at the New York Times. And normally I wouldn't normally I wouldn't, you know, engage the New York Times at all. Steve Jobs never wanted us to use our iPhones like this. So the the basic premise of of the conversation is that the devices become our constant companions and that wasn't the plan. Really? Yeah, I, the 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 so he discusses the fact that Steve Jobs was there at the Moscone Convention Center in San Francisco. I know exactly where that spot is. Not recently, right? <laughs> this is 2007. Could, you know, 
Can you not? Could you? Could you please speak, speak well of the of the of the deceased? Holograms, right? <laughs> Holograms are all the rage right now. And in this remark, talk, he was talking about the, the hardware and the software and, and the interface and everything else. Um, he says it's the best iPod we've ever made. The killer app is making calls, and both lines got big applause in the day. And he didn't dedicate time to discussing internet connectivity and features until he got like 30 minutes plus into the address. Now, the world has changed, right? For example, Steve Jobs always said that the screen size, and, and someone could, could find me a quote where, where I'm mistaken here, but I don't think I am, was of the original one, like the iPhone 4, was because you wanted something that would work within your thumbs, right? From thumb to thumb, corner mm -hmm. to corner. Right. You didn't want something bigger. Steve Jobs, I don't think, would have seen maybe you did see it, or realize the proliferation of being able to engage content on your phone, watching movies, watching shows, that whole thing, requiring the bigger screen size, nor would he be, I, I, did he maybe, or did anyone ever ask him the question about status, about phone as status, mm. and all these things that, that we do with it. Uh, and then the third one is, did, did he ever envision an understanding of people where in a society that is more and more segmenting itself, fragmenting itself, keeping people in silos, uh, that people just want to be into their phone. Do you know the amount of times I'm in a supermarket, I'm in a restaurant, I'm somewhere, and somebody wants to get by me, they literally don't know how to say excuse me? They'll just stand there. They're afraid. People are afraid to talk to one another. Ooh, like the elevator situation where you get in an elevator and somebody else is in there, so you pull out your phone real fast and just start looking at your phone so you don't have to say hi to the well, person next to you? Or? No, I don't do that because I'm not neurotic. But I'm sure people <laughs> li like yourself might. I'm, listen, April, I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that you might have problems. Oh, I don't blame you. I do that all the time. I'll pick up my phone, and I'll, uh, somebody's walking up to me, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, there may be small talk here. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? <laughs> Put it right up to my ear like I'm talking to someone on the phone, not talking to anybody. You know what they make for that? Xanax. Oh, wow. So, speaking of, see? She, she thinks I'm mocking her, and now she's mocking you. It's just a, it's a vicious cycle. But it's true. The, the phone is your constant companion. I have taken to, in the morning, like, like on, a, on, a, on a weekend, my phone stays in a drawer. I don't bring it downstairs with me. I, 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 I know I don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. I'm working on ways and separating myself from the phone because I absolutely see it and feel it in my own life that it is dominating me and I have no interest mm -hmm. in it. No interest in it whatsoever. And, for, and I mean, what I do, what we all do, I'm looking up news, catching responses, reactions all day. Yeah, I could be on, I could be staring at that damn thing 24 hours a day. It's I'm missing out on other things, and I don't want it. Well, one of the things I decided to do, I unfortunately, and I, I I'm I'm with you on that. I take my phone upstairs with me, go to bed, have it on my nightstand, and I'm trying to wean myself away from that because I'll wake up, you know, my phone will make a noise in the middle of the night. I'll look and see what's going on. No, I, I, turn I, off. the middle of the noise is off. Well, because I use my phone as an alarm clock. I'm going to yeah. get a, a, a regular alarm clock, you and I'm going to have this in the, another room. the noise is off with, and still have the alarm clock function work. But I want to know what's happening in the middle of the night. No. Someone may be tweeting me. It may be, it may be important. Uh, it's not. In April. You know, well, no, it's not. But no, I'm going to... I've seen other people talk about how they have, you know, just decided that they their phone is going to be charging in another room, and they mm -hmm. go to bed, and that phone is... My wife puts new. it on the floor. So it, does, so it doesn't bother. See, I, I want to be that person, but it's also the only phone in the house. Or, you know, there's not a landline sitting next to you in case there's an emergency in the middle of the night. Like, I, I can't, I don't want to leave the room to have to go get my phone. You know, I, I need it to be, you know, in your head you think if something happens, nothing's going to happen probably. But you no, have I, the security I, of having your phone next to you. And I don't think that that's wrong. And I think that is, is we, we, I don't have a landline either. Our, our, our cell phones are, are our phones. That's it. Uh, and, and that could also be part of the problem. But it's that we feel that, that whole... I always thought it was a joke. FOMO? I had never heard the expression before a, a couple years back. Fear of missing out. Yeah. This is what kids go through with their smartphones. And why, when they're not able to connect uh, with, with their friends and they're not able to text do that, or, or you know, be on whatever the, the social media app of, of choice is, they fear they're missing out on what's going on. It's why, and, and I'll say this clearly... Uh, I, I, I have younger kids, I guess, older kids, I guess, whatever you want to call them. Um, they are, have no social media whatsoever. Absolutely, positively none. Now, some of it's because of what I do, mm -hmm. and I don't want anybody being able to abuse them, bother them, right. or, or somehow learn where they're at through the social media because of who I am. You know, and I'm, who am I? 
but you know, you're on radio. There are people who get angry at you for not agreeing like they, or agreeing with them, or being like they are. So, so things can get a little nutty. So I, I have long since avoided that kind of stuff. But me, there's an absolute attachment, almost a pathological would be the right way to say it. But I don't know how else I would, I would say it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't take it. I put it in a drawer. I want to ask you both this question: Have you left the house before? To go, go wherever, go to dinner, go to the store. Realize Why did you point a at mile me when you away. Said go to the store. Like no. I'm a I, woman, I'm, so I must be doing grocery shopping. Barefoot, wow. pregnant. Whoa! That was so. Holy cow! Is that what sexist. you took from that? That he, have you ever gone to the store and he looked at you and he assumed that you're barefoot and pregnant, just going to get ham to make him a sandwich? <laughs> what the hell? When did you ask Alyssa Milano to be on the podcast? <laughs> May I continue? Have you left the house <laughs> and had to turn around because you realized you forgot your phone? Or yes. did you continue to go no. to the store or whatever? And then uh, I'll answer this question. Was I by myself or yes. was I with my wife? By yourself. Were my kids at home? Sure. Then, yes, I turn around. If my kids are home and no one else is there because they can do that, I go and I back and I get the phone. 150%. Right? I'm not opposed to you having it. I'm not talking about a responsibility to your kids at home. I'm talking about, oh my God, I may miss out I'm on naked. something. I'm half naked I don't have my, my phone. phone on me. I mm-hmm. have to go back home and get it because I've been so far as a mile away from my house and turned around and got my phone. Okay, and, and I can answer this the only way I can answer this. I hope you don't mind the honesty. I have never done that in regards to my phone. But and I, I have, I, I'm a Second Amendment supporter and I carry a firearm. I've absolutely done it because there are sometimes I realize I've just gone out, you know, and and let's say I'll have a, a holster, but I, it's still in, it's still in its box. I will go home and get it. Absolutely positive that I won't do. Right? I have absolutely turned around. Sorry, we're going to be late. You know? Yeah. Ran out of the house. Thought because the, the holster was there, I had it with me, and mm-hmm. I've done that before. But not thankfully, I never left it anywhere. <laughs> you know, I haven't done I haven't done that moronic thing. On top of um, the urinal, <laughs> but not, not my phone. No. Now, um, but I will tell you, I check every pocket before I leave the house. I check every single pocket. I tap right, left, right, left. I'm, I'm hitting my butt all the time, making sure everything's, everything's there. Have you seen? Have you seen my butt? It's amazing. It's. I was, I was talking to fingers. Would you please? I, Would you please? Have you been doing squats? Oh well. <laughs> Lunges. <laughs> I. I feel so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah, no, not not for my phone. But I, I'm sure there are like a million people listening to this going like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put it. Let, Fingers Malloy on Twitter. Tell them if you've gone back. Tell me if you've gone back for your for your phone. Sure. It is. It is an, an obsess, obsessive attachment that Steve Jobs never wanted us to use our iPhones like this. I can't. I don't, what would he be like today? I can't answer that question. So I think that the, that the concept of the piece is interesting. The reality of the piece is unfair. You don't know what Steve Jobs would have wanted That's today. The thing well, that bothers me when the people are trying to channel the dead, you know, you, we're all fans of Andrew Breitbart. And, you know, Andrew, unfortunately, has been gone for some time. And you talk about the political climate today and people that either know Andrew or are fans of Andrew like to talk about, oh, well, this is what Andrew would think today. I can't channel the but dead. I think I they know. do that. And on the political right, they do that with Andrew Breitbart. I think they so, do that with all sorts of people yeah. in all sorts of ways. They do it with rappers. They do it with all sorts of things. So right? here's what we know about Steve Jobs. He is one of those, uh, was one of those tech giants who did not allow his children to have tech. His children did not use iPhones, laptops, computers, and such. He kept them because he knew what it would do to them. So he kept his own kids away from it. And here we are doing what he knew would happen. I, I, I am uh, someone stuck in this place, especially when it comes to Facebook. You know I have massive problems. And we're, we're on Facebook. We're actually streaming right now to our Eat, Drink, Smoke Facebook page. We still use Facebook. But I don't like how Facebook acts. I don't like how Facebook treats people. And I got a post. I got a, I got a, a visitor post on my Tony Katz radio page. Cursing me out, calling me every name in the world. Guy claims he left Facebook, although he's on and, and yelling at me. There. And why am I complaining about Facebook and I still use Facebook for branding? You this, you that. You should see it. It's unbelievable. And I wrote him back because I, the point is that if you're upset with it, don't use it. If you don't like it, don't use it. My issue is, is that as we're building 
the show and a brand, people are there. We have to use right? it. Right? What we want is for Facebook to get better at this yeah. and stop abusing privacy and stop abusing data. Now, they won't. They, and that is and that is going to eventually make people leave. I'm mm-hmm. eventually going to leave. When it comes to, for example, YouTube, the reason we don't monetize or, 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 or push things to YouTube is that they demonetize people who think politically like I might, and that's that's obscene. It's, and, and, and what am I supposed to do in that regard? So if you're saying, hey, if you really don't like it, you shouldn't use it. It's, it's wrong that you're, that you're – it's, it's silly and kind of hypocritical to say, uh, I don't like it, and yet you're still using it. Well, these are people who legit. are 60 and don't understand that – you have to be on Facebook to make money. This is how we all, you have to be on Facebook, you have to be on Twitter, you have to be on the social networks to promote yourself, promote your thing. It's I've, part of I've your brand. Wait, but, uh, but so I'm okay with being on Facebook because it's ours. The Eat, Drink, Smoke page is our little world. It's, it's, it's us, right? It's, 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 it's all of us together. And nobody and needs anything else on Facebook. All you need is the Eat, Drink, Smoke page and the Tony Cats and our pages. Page. That's right. it. Oh, and your page. You don't yes. need anything else with Facebook. But that's just, just it. I can, I, have a, I can control what I'm putting out there. We can control what's happening there. And so we're able to engage that ecosystem by ourselves. My regular Facebook page, like, I don't, I don't use it at all. I don't post to it at all except to tell people about what we're doing here. Nothing. Not a single bit of it. So maybe I don't use Facebook the way other people do anyway. But it's a ridiculous argument to have because if you are a content provider... If you're someone who wants to monetize your content, unfortunately, you have to use tools that you may not be fans of. If yes, you talk to retailers, just don't this. if you talk to retailers, some are, point. are very upset about how Mastercard or Visa or American Express how they handle their transactions, and they are the most abusive people. But they have. So what are you going to do? You're going to say, you know what? I'm not taking any credit cards anymore. Okay, well that's great. You're really hurting yourself. It's like you have to use the tools that are available. To get your content mm-hmm. out there, and unfortunately, you have to reach the people. Whether that means you have to allow credit cards or you have to be on Facebook, you have to reach the people. And, and that's the, what people, the people are, choosing. are on social media. So you have to be on social media. And the people that are looking for content really don't care what the gripes are from content producers. They just are going to where they're going to get their content. Mm-hmm. But you can put down your phone. Sure, you can put down your phone more, and I think that's and put down all the social media more. Just make sure that you're following Tony Katz Radio, following uh, Eat, Drink, Smoke, and you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give it a five-star review. Steve Jobs got that right. Five-star review on iTunes for Eat, Drink, Smoke. Things are going great. We appreciate all the help and and how everything is growing. You can also get everything at TonyCats.com. That's April D. Gregory. Find her on Twitter at April D. Gregory and uh, the, the Smart Girl Podcast. Right, Smart Girl Politics. Uh, find the Smart Girl Podcast and be sure to download that. Fingers Malloy, Snark Factor, and the Enough Already Podcast. And, of course, Wham 1600. Is that right? Wham Talk 1600, uh, Southeast Michigan's home for conservative talk. That's, that's where you can find Fingers Malloy. Fingers Malloy Radio on Facebook. Uh, Tony Katz Radio on Facebook. And, of course, TonyKatz.com for everything. Good to have you here. Eat, drink, smoke. <laughs>